So tonight, our spooky season, talking about the Enfield haunting. Ooh, trivial. Which is trivial. One, it is one of my favorite stories to talk about because I'm so torn on it. I think everybody is, which is what makes it such a great Yeah. Topic. But you have your diehards that are like, that shit's 100% real. I'm like, I mean. But then you have the opposite. I want to believe that, you know. I think everybody does because it's such an intriguing story. But if you're on the fence, I get it. Because I think more people are on the fence if they've looked into it. So, let me catch my breath for a second. I'm so fucking itchy. I feel like today is one of those days where, like, every little phrase, there's a song accompaniment <laughs> in my head. Oh, my God. Just feel free to just bl- blurt it out if you will. That one's out of my range, so I'm not even going to do that on camera. <laughs> you could try and be like, Mandy, cut that out. And then I'll hear it when I, She'll leave it when I review it. <laughs> She'll leave it there. I know. Whenever I say Mandy, cut it out, I cut my shit out. Okay. All is fair. In love and war. No, I would. If you like really did want to, I would cut it out. But if it worked out, it would be fantastic too. Right. All right. So with the Enfield haunting, we're going to go back to the very beginning. Okay. So Peggy Hodgson, she is the mom of four. She is the mom of Janet Hodgson, who I'm sure most of you say that 10 times. I know it's like Hodgson. It's a weird name. Um, (laughs) But she is someone that I'm sure you guys have heard of if you're interested in paranormal stories or hauntings, famous hauntings, because this is one of the most famous hauntings. But it's also very famous for the mystery, if it's real or not. And there's no way to know. Anyway, it was August 31st, 1977. Peggy put her kids to bed. Janet shared a room with her younger brother they were only a year apart so very close in age and it went downstairs she heard like furniture moving upstairs okay okay and as she gets upstairs she's still hearing it and so she knows it's coming from janet's bedroom she opens the bedroom door and she sees the dresser moving across the floor of its own accord there's nothing pushing it this is what she says okay so Janet and her brother are on their beds, like freaking out because they see the dresser moving. So what she does is she tries to like overpower the dresser and pushes it back to where it's supposed to go. Because, you know, she's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, mm-hmm. She has no idea. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as she puts it back in its place, it moves again. So she goes and gathers up all the kids and they run to their neighbor's house. Because she was like, asking her neighbor what should i do like what do you think and so the neighbor was like there's probably a person in your house like you might not have seen them behind the dresser but there could be a person in your house so from her neighbor's house she called the police the police come and they're walking around investigating the house nothing's going on and then while they're talking in like the foyer you know right when you enter the house um one of the police officers a female she sees a chair move on its own three to four feet and this is on record she saw it she said she checked it for wires she checked it for like any strings being tied to it you know 
she checked it for like all the stuff. Like she moved the cushion, she looked under it and she said, there's no explanation. It moved without explanation. And what year did this take place? 1977. Mm-hmm. This is the very first day anything had happened. So the next day, somehow this has word has spread already. The papers the next day had this in there called the Enfield Poltergeist. Just because a cop saw a chair move. Like that uh, is poltergeist activity, but it was like all of a sudden just this big sensation. And people wanted to know about the Enfield Poltergeist. That's mm-hmm. what they were calling it. All the media people and also people from like radio stations and paranormal investigators and all sorts of stuff flocked to this house because they wanted to see for themselves what was going on. Mm-hmm. And these are some of the things that they reported seeing. I'm going to read these to you. <laughs> so they reported eerie sounds like banging and scratching on the walls. Let me start the word again. They witnessed eerie sounds like banging and scratching on the walls. And the sounds could be heard throughout the house. Furniture wouldn't move or tip over all on its own. Multiple people reported this. They witnessed a deep demonic voice coming from Janet without any sign of her opening her mouth, which I call bullshit on that one. Um, We'll get back to that. (laughs) I just had to throw that in there because I just can't resist. Disembodied voices were also heard all over the house. Household items flying around, sudden temperature drops, and even episodes of levitation. Supposedly, 11-year-old Janet was seen floating horizontally across her bedroom. And we'll talk more about that later. Okay. Okay. Objects would supposedly catch fire spontaneously. And rocks would be thrown at people and the house. So the voice that was coming from Janet... Now, this is, a, this is a tricky one, okay? <laughs> so the voice that was coming from her claimed to be that of Bill Wilkins, who was a 72-year-old who claimed to have lived in that home. Now, in the movie, they show Janet sitting in like a, I don't think it's a recliner, but like some sort of like wingback chair like or something, lounge chair. Yeah. you know, in the corner of the living room. Mm-hmm. And then it'll like flash between like an old man sitting there and her sitting there or whatever. Bill has come through Janet and he said that he was 72 years old and he had a brain hemorrhage in that chair and fell asleep and died in that chair. Bill seemed to have a huge problem with the Hodgson family living in his house. He was known to be vengeful and angry And he loved to taunt the Hodgson children, especially Janet. Just remember that, especially Janet. Because fuck Janet, that's why. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But here are some of the things that he said through her, because the only person he spoke through for some reason was Janet. And I will say, that the voice coming out of her is super convincing. So that's where it gets hard for me. Mm-hmm. Very convincing. So one of the things he said, he had a real gravelly old man voice. Just before I died, I went blind 
And then I had a hemorrhage and fell asleep and died in the chair in the corner downstairs. He's said, these are just some of the things that came out of her. Cause there's like a million. You right. Know? Right. When people would approach her and call her Janet, she would say in that same voice, stop calling me Janet. Stop calling me Janet. That was amazing. I mean, it was close. No, that was really good. <laughs> if you talk to me like that, I would stab you between Here's- the eyes. Like that was scary. <laughs> Here's a really creepy one. Sometimes people would ask her a question and she'd say, or he'd say, Janet's sleeping. It's me talking now. Mm-mm, but no. Now, while laughing one time, he said, I'd like to hear them scream. <gasps> Which I will say, like, mm. if she is faking these voices how do you like laugh and fake the voice at the same time it's kind of like Mm. hard right yeah he told people through janet you don't belong here he would yell and say this is my house get out now which that is like super common with Mm -hmm. hauntings Mm -hmm. you don't normally hear it coming out of an 11 year old girl but you know sounding like a 72 year old man well no but you might get those type of like evps Mm -hmm. or feelings or whatever Mm -hmm. um he reportedly through janet said here i come Mm -hmm. no no (laughs) this one's kind of sad if it really was bill wilkins he said